Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Feldman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. And today, I've got my man, Johnny Ciotti, Tenant's creative director. Say hi, Johnny. Hey. So, hey, we're going to just uh, kind of freelance this a little bit today. It's something that we don't normally do. Um, we have some things we like to talk about from time to time, and I think today's just one of those days. And we were talking earlier and then decided to flip on the recorder. We were talking about how this might be the true golden age of aquariums, right? Wouldn't you say? I, I believe so. You know, actually, I think the conversation more went like, you know, what do you what do you hate right now? Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't. I'm I'm usually the guy that's complaining about something, and uh, I I was um, kind of at a loss for words. It's like I, I really don't have a complaint right now. It's it's kind of the golden age for opportunity in in aquarium keeping. And, and that's true. You know, it's funny. We we always talk about like in in the history of the hobby. They used to say the golden age was like the 1950s. You know, when like. They invented, uh, you know, frozen brine shrimp was invented and the undergravel filter and like fast air transportation to get fish from Florida to, you know, yeah, all over sure. the country. But I think this is, you're right, I think this is more of a golden age than before because we've got the technique, the information, and the products uh, that we've never had before to do well, all kinds of things. And, and we have, um, maybe, maybe it's more of a renaissance than it is a, is a golden age. That's a age. better word for it. Um, you know, there's, uh, did, did we lose it? No, no we didn't lose, we're always making sure <laughs> um, that we're still recording. So, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's sort of a renaissance rather than, than necessarily the golden age. Um, there's, there's somewhat of a revival and we are uninhibited. You know, we, not only do we have access to just about anything out there, uh, you know, from conventional to the new and unconventional, um, we have a liberty to do whatever we like. And, you know, with the advent of social media and the way that we use it, um, you know, we can get more feedback. Uh, we can, we can please ourselves. We can please other people, mm -hmm. uh, and we can reach out and do things, you know, far quicker than we ever could before. Uh, so I, I just think it's prime time right now. No, I agree. And I think, I think it's, um, it's not just the ability to share our work, but it's the ability to influence people too, in, in a way, because if you, if mm -hmm. there's a, there's a lot of talented hobbyists out there that are probably doing a lot of cool things. And maybe they needed to see that one, I don't know, scape or that one thing you were trying that put them over the edge to go, oh, yeah, that's how I do that. And suddenly it's like collaborating with people. Access to inspiration. Yeah, it's um, never been easier, right? Yeah, that's always, you know, I, and I can remember this as a younger Aquarius. I always found my inspiration from, uh, you know, personal experiences or, mm. or, or places that I found interesting um, because there wasn't really a a database or a, a wealth of knowledge when it came to aquascaping other than our mono books. Right. So you couldn't hop onto the internet and find beautiful aquariums. Uh, now you can scroll through your Instagram feed yep. and, and just, there's a plethora of things to adopt or pick from or borrow, um, and come up with new and creative ideas, you know, and I, I have my few favorites now and I used to be an individual that would just, I don't, I don't get inspiration from people. Right. Well, yeah, sure. Maybe, maybe I don't, but those people get inspiration from one place and, and now we started to adopt it. And so I, I'm comfortable saying like, you know, I do find other aquariums now fairly inspiring. And, um, you know, again, I kind of went off on a tangent there, but no, that it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's prime time in, um, you know, being able to choose. Well, I think the other thing too, that's kind of cool is stuff that was like taboo for years oh, is yeah. now open for experimentation. I mean, we talk about just in our little niche of botanical style aquariums, you know, we have made those mental shifts that we look at stuff like, you know, biofilm and fungal growth and all the stuff that people used to freak out about. We're like, this is freaking rad. You know, this is, yep. this is nature at its unfiltered best and we're using it. 
all the things. I'm not. And it, to me, it's made me rethink a lot of things, like our fear of detritus. Right. What the hell is detritus? It's basically kind of food that's for for a lot of organisms at the bottom of the food chain, which are important. So, but in the we both come from a reef background in a reef hobby world. It was like, detritus is the enemy of your tank. It'll crash it. It'll detritus is fuel. Yeah. Um, and it's a way, I think it, with a lot of things in the aquarium world, it's how you look at it. You could look at something that's either really bad. You could look at algae as like, oh, fuck, I've got algae. Yeah. Or you could look at it as, I've got a thriving little ecosystem that's producing algae, that's reducing nitrate and phosphate right. from the water and providing supplemental food for fishes. It's lemonade. Did, did, you know? Detritus is really uh, the inventory in the factory for factory workers. It's, it's, yeah. such a, it's such a different philosophy when you start looking at these things as... Uh, integral components to, um, you know, or having a holistic approach to aquarium keeping and understanding that all of these different bio- biological processes are, are not only beautiful, but they're, they're really highly functional. Right. Um, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, again, the access to inspiration and then the ability to not feel odd for doing something real and natural. We're in the, uh, the, the, the phase of, you know, hey, there's no reason to fat shame. You should <laughs> right, be right. Posi- you know, body positive. Don't tank shame um, <laughs> You know, there's no reason to tank shame, yeah. guys. It's, uh, you know, you, you, can, you can do what you want. Well, I think for many years before, I've written about this, and you and I have talked about this before. I think for years before, uh, maybe the last 10 or 15 years, people wanted to subscribe to some kind of like rule thing. Like, you, sure. this is the way you do it. This is the system. This is how come it, it's done this way. And you ask why, and they're like, well, because that's the way it's done. There's never sure. like a good reason. And I think learning to question some of the stuff, not just to be rebellious, but because, well, why is this the conventional way of doing things is sometimes healthy. Because sometimes we find ourselves doing the same thing and we don't know why we're doing it. Other than that, you know, well, dogma. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's a really important thing. It's like people are being rebellious without being rebels. You know, it's, there's a freedom to experiment. And, and I guess without sounding self-serving, but I will because it's our blog and podcast. This is, I think, what Tannen's kind of one of, our, one of our underlying goals is, is like getting people to rebel against convention a little bit. Because if you have an idea and at the time, as John just said, has never been better sure. to go for it. And there's so much out there to do. And... You know, just looking at the natural habitats, playing hunches on those ideas you have, it's like a huge start. Yeah, I really I really couldn't agree more. Um, now is the time to do it if you've ever felt, uh, you know, stymied by the, uh, the, the traditional or conventional wisdoms in aquarium keeping, um, yeah, especially when it comes to aesthetic. It's, yeah. um, you know, now is the time to embrace, uh, you know, something a little bit different, a little bit dirtier, a little bit more real maybe yeah. um it's a it's a it's a good time to do and, it and, and it's interesting with johnny as you know johnny's a very talented aquascaper you come from a planted background and a very disciplined planted background you were directly trained under amano i mean real deal amano stuff so you come from a or at least let me say real deal amano that we as a public perceive but amano's sure, view sure. was nature was a dirty i mean he had the kind of same view we do it just wasn't popularly presented right is that kind of yeah and there's there's so many different things when you get into that and um you know granted there's language barrier but i've i've had conversations with with old school ada uh members i actually you know don't even work there anymore right um and some of those philosophies were um you know, there, there was an idealism to certain things and there was a fantasy, um, you know, or a fantastical sort of element as well, uh, you know, in aquarium keeping. And so we were achieving for something that was derived from nature, but 
but maybe uh, maybe better, you know, better than nature is right. kind of how it was presented. And I, you know, I just feel like that was unrealistic at the same time. Like that's that's not what's the best for the fish. It's not what's best for the environment. And um, I think that was known. I think that was definitely known um, during. Uh, you know, the AD, the ADA, Amano, uh, you know, sort of heyday or that era, but styles before then, um, you know, or people that were adopting those styles would have never really, uh, gotten into what we're doing now without something to kind of segue. Right. You was, know? was that what led to the, the diorama style tanks? You think, how did that arise? Did that arise out of like a discipline or a misinterpretation of some sort of discipline or, was that what Amano was directly preaching? Was like no, you have to put plants like this and that. Or- I, I I don't think so. I think I think and again, this is my interpretation from it. The the diorama style of this, um, you know, the planted aquarium and recreating a mountainscape. Um, this is somebody that looks at something literal rather than impressionistic, and so uh, recreating the essence or the feeling of a mountain. Um, that's a bold, powerful feeling. Um, that's what you're trying to convey, not actually create a one-to-one scale, you know, or a A beach scene, a 5,000 to one scale of, yeah, a beach scene or a mountain range and and putting little hikers on it and, and, and weird, goofy little, I mean, they're all of those things, you know, they're employing these cheap tricks, um, because they lack true depth. I, and then I sound like I'm, I'm shit talking. No, no but you point. see, you see, I talk about this all the time. I, I feel that like if they put that same talent, these guys in these contests, most of them are just amazing talents, but if they put the same talent towards interpreting nature in a real way, instead of just using the term nature and having all this prosaic things to describe their tank, you sure. know, nature's bounty and loads, you know, they all this garbage and it's like, but your tank is an artificial waterfall. It looks stupid. In my opinion, in my it's opinion, a, it's, see, it's I'm a, winning a lot of friends model, with this one. It's a model no, it's, train set a, underwater. Right, um, exactly, exactly. And I think that there's like the disconnect, and that's the thing I'm I'm fascinated by that because here we are in this golden age where there's all these things, all these opportunities, and the winning contest every year, the winner in the contest is doing a fairy forest or you know Middle Earth or something. I'm like, yeah, what, I mean, where does that arise? I, I guess what you know we're, we're more of the um, the the Basquiat of um, there you, you go know, of aquarium keeping you know yeah. it's uh but at the same time there's there's a realness uh yeah. to it we're, we're not doing biotopes no no um because those guys are idiots too no just kidding <laughs> no no those those guys are real, those guys are a little more disciplined i think biotope guys you're right they're a little more i don't want to say scientific but they're more like hardcore about like this twig has to be the one that's found in this which, environment, you know, I, which I, I admire I, and i, I love appreciate that. that but it's not how i want to run i want to do inspired by nature not the actual nature, you know, yeah. it, I mean, to a certain extent. And, and I think, I think that's it. It's, it's being inspired it's by function. nature yeah. and doing something that is realistic, but on its own, having pristine crystal clear water, um, and neatly arranged, uh, little croppings of plants, uh, trimmed to a specific height. You know, I can do that, but it's not realistic. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful on its own. And you right. should do both. Right. Or, Absolutely. You, know, you should try everything. Sure. Um, at least once. But, um, you know, I, I find that there is a different, much deeper fulfillment received from doing something that's nature-inspired, you know, mm-hmm. rich with all of those other other aspects that are, are pretty much, you know, you know, 
non-existent because in, you've in managed you've managed to marry those two elements like with your tanks i remember like when you and i first started working together with tannin stuff you you've always had your own style but you had a very specific style of planted aquarium type ethos and then when you started incorporating the botanicals and stuff i could see there was but maybe there was initially you were like i don't oh, know it was pulling and, teeth with myself I yeah mean, and yeah, it was my own dentist and, yeah exactly uh, was, and then and then you would uh then slowly but surely you it's like you relaxed and you're like oh this is cool you you found some element you liked and went for it and that's I find that fascinating because we're seeing that with some of our friends with like Mitch Missouri right now. Mitch went from hardcore planet guides and now he's like, I love this interpretation I'm doing. Mitch, Mitch is the man. Yeah. He's, um, he have aficionado on Instagram. Check him out. He's awesome. Definitely check him out. Um, and, and look at, you know, I hate to just like go there, like look at his body of work. Um, yeah, but look at the natural, um, progression mm-hmm. of, of going from, highly structured concepts to just feeling and working with. And, and so these are some of the things that like, you know, you, you talk about in a mono would feel the presence of a stone and, and turn it and, and understand what was actually being projected from, from that element. Like look at Mitch's late escape. Um, no, he's just, he was just working with these natural elements and allowing them to be what they were without this, really drawn out concept yeah and um i think that's something that we could all appreciate it's the difference between somebody that's saying they're calm being like i'm calm man i'm really calm i'm freaking calm super calm dude just calm calm like and someone that's just actually calm, calm. so um yeah. you know there's uh there's sort of a frantic nature to it in 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 the transition you know when i first tried botanical styled aquariums or blackwater aquariums right they were structured. Um, I, I went into them with, oh, I'm going to place this stone here and this wood here, and I'm going to keep these botanicals here. And then I quickly found out, I'm like, oh, those leaves aren't going to stay there. Right. They're, they're going to flow around. I'm like, okay, right. so how do I weigh leaves down? Oh, I have to replace the leaves all the time. And um, I started getting into that, and then I tried them in, in Blackwater Planted, which, you know. Right, it, that's it, starting it, to blow up. Was was really cool, but the way I did it was still. Stylized. St- st- way too stylized. Yeah, the beautifully trimmed rotella. Yeah, yeah, it was, you know, it's gorgeous, it's, but it's like, okay, it's the. Yeah. It's Blackwater version of a very nice high t- concept planet tank. Right. But so I wasn't embracing some of the other things um, until way further down the line. Um, so that, I'm still new to all which, this. Which is funny though because you're, you're – Johnny is one of the – one of the two people here at Tannen that is actually guiding the style. So you're seeing Johnny's footprint on everything. So it's kind of funny that you've taken this journey yet – during the whole time, you've been sort of helping guide the way Tannen has a certain look. So you're taking your skill as an artist, but also discovering along the way as an aquarist and mixing the two. And that, I find that fascinating. And that's what I like when people come to us that haven't tried this stuff at all. And they, they go, oh, this is a totally different feel. There's a liberation that they feel or something. I don't know what it is. Well, but there, there, is cool. there is some liberation. And I, I kind of view, you know the the followers or the people that are doing this with tanning because i don't i don't really feel like we're doing something no. and everybody else is following along it's and community so, effort like you know to people that are outside of the community they might see things as footprints but i feel like collectively we're all kicking the can down the road yeah. and so um you know together we're kind of doing this and, and and we're working on that and we're kind of bouncing around and, and doing our own thing which um you know is a hell of a lot of fun but what makes it even better now that we have community to this yeah and then kind of stemming all the way from you know part of the original conversation is the access to inspiration um 
you know, while we're doing something and somebody else is using the same material and they're pulling it from the, you know, from, from, uh, what we offer in inventory, doing their own unique scapes, Love we're that. seeing things faster at, at a different scale than we ever could before of like, Oh, that's a cool idea. That's a cool idea. That's a cool idea. And everybody's contributing. Yeah. It's open source kind of like it's very yeah. open source. I find that fascinating. I didn't really think about that. You're right. It is Leads faster. Are open source. <laughs> they very much are. Uh, I had someone the other day that was telling me about, they, they kept referring to, in a conversation to your leaves, your leaves. I'm like, they're not my leaves. They're nature's leaves. I yeah. offer them to you. Um, but, you know, you, you hit an interesting point. You said it's accelerating because I do feel like people have overcome their fear or their hesitancy of doing this kind of stuff. And now it's just the changes and the learning is happening faster. Now, some people still hate this stuff. They look at this and they go, this is ugly. I'd rather have a pristine white gravel tank you know and that's fine and and enjoy your aquarium the way you want to but don't trash on something like this until you've actually tried it or looked at it and said eh, it's just not for me um because i think however we appreciate our aquariums is super important and we bring it it's what we bring to the game is our skill and our love for the craft it's just how you interpret it is what's different yeah and, and i think part of the journey and and you know kind of what you were alluding to there was structure it, it's i guess it's the difference between coming up with rules and guidelines and all of these requirements to play the game of soccer or football, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, or the difference between the, the joy of, of just some kids kicking a can down an alley. Like there's no goal, right? We're just kicking the can. And that's the it's thing good... that's fun. Like maybe it's just cause I was a poor kid, but like, that's like a, that was super enjoyable. We didn't right. need a net or a goalie, a goaltender. We didn't need rules. I didn't need a referee. We didn't need uniforms. We could just kick the can. It's the love of the game. It's or just the, the love of the game. Yeah. So I think I think there's a, a genuine craft to this that mm-hmm. doesn't require structure, doesn't require hand-holding, doesn't require the rules, um, and it doesn't require anybody to judge it. No. And, and then we always like to say that the only rules are those imposed by nature. Like you can't put a ton of dried leaves or botanicals in a brand new tank and not expect some kind of reaction. You can't take an existing aquarium, dump in a ton of stuff and not expect some kind of a nice... There's biological limitations. There's biological, right. There's rules to to nature. But those have been in place for eons. We're just like working with them. But but there's no rules that say it's style. There's recommended uh, practice, best practices, you know, boil stuff, steep it, whatever, go slowly, observe. But, But yeah, you're right. There's no style. I mean, to me, the style is I look at the pictures that we get from, you know, Ty or Mike Tucanardi these underwater shots sure. and I go, that's, that's the style. That's nature. Like, and nature can be crystal clear. Nature can be murky. Nature can be turbid. And I think that's the one thing, maybe we'll talk about that in another, another episode is about, uh, interpreting nature in different ways than we did before. So let's put a tack in that one. Like, sure. like I'm talking about like turbid tanks and things like that. So we'll get to that in the next one. But, uh, but that's, I think that there's a bit of that now before we even get into that one is just embracing the different aspects of nature in itself, which was part of the learning curve. Oh, absolutely. You know, for me personally was getting over or learning to embrace and not just choosing or picking and choosing the aspects that you like. It's like, right. That's just not how a relationship works with something. You can't be like, well, I love the idea of this, but I don't actually like it in practical, you know, practicality. It's like, wow, God, you know, my, my wife's beautiful, but man, is she a pain in the butt? You know, you, well, you, you can't have one without the other. And so it, it's the same thing with these, uh, the, the, the Blackwater Aquarium. Right. You know, you're like, well, cool. I want it to be tinted, but I don't want this other thing. And it's like, uh, ah. Well, that's a good segue to some future product development, too, that we'll be talking about. Maybe we'll tease you with. Oh, but, yeah. 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 We, we, we absolutely, uh, we, we, could, we could allude to. We've got an answer for that. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah. there's stuff there's stuff that's coming, but but things are brewing. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, it's steeped in our culture. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I think you're hitting on some really good points, and it's about the rules. The only real rules are those we put on are put on by nature, and there's that liberation of being able to do what you want. It's it's it is a golden age, really, when you think about it. Um, yeah, it's like really a, it's free a golden convention. renaissance. <laughs> it's a golden renaissance. So we're, I think we're going to wrap this one now. So it's about 20 minutes. You guys are just loving this, I know, but we'll come back and do some more. Um, so if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, be sure to hit us up. Uh, shoot me an email, tannanaquatics at gmail.com. Hit us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, just say hi. Tell us what you're thinking. Uh, we have a lot of these little fireside chats that are kind of fun to have. And uh, we're looking forward to more of those. And thank you for spending part of your day with me. And I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.